survive and repeat i'm already sweating jenny's nervous i'm scared of jenny today why because i'm very demanding you're very authoritative listen you're like in a boss mode cool and i like it i feel like i've gotten a lot done today and mm. it's only monday so how I much feel coffee really have you had today two cups of coffee mm-hmm. and then one decaf cup of tea mm-hmm. um mostly because my allergies with the weather changing it's bad right my now. My allergies are like, like my, I'm back to needing to clear my throat every five seconds. I won't apologize in advance for that. Um, so I keep using nasal spray and then just drinking hot beverages. Mm-hmm. You should put some whiskey in your tea. <clears throat> Tonight, I have to ride a horse. Like do a hot toddy. Oh, like ri- honey. I have to ride a horse later. A horse. Named Donna, my horse, who I haven't ridden in a week. So she's ready for you. And she's going to be more than ready. Uh, I didn't ride for a week because I thought I had COVID. Yeah, everybody, Jenny's clear. I'm in the clear. We're also recording this last minute because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to record. We thought if I had, Jenny the COVID, had the vid, I was, I she might be, I might be contagious, and we shouldn't be in a room together. And we, I also, like how Kenny was like, "Should we still record?" I'm like, "No, not if she has well, COVID." I meant on Skype. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> in person. I'm like, I mean, absolutely I not. No, I would have on Skype, but I know we all enjoy it better in person. And we have this wine that yeah. we need to talk about. So, um, no, I think this is better. And Danelle set the scene for our very spooky Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. And by scene, she means two fake lit candles and two pumpkin heads from Dollar Store, which are barely lit up. It's fine. They're super cute. I'm going to post a picture of the wine with the pumpkin and the candles. So you'll see mm-hmm. exactly what we're doing mm-hmm. here. We're it's also amazing. eating dark chocolate chips. Out and of they're dairy bowls. free. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Just a little fun fact. Well, Kenny had a very busy weekend. Yeah. Kenny, tell us about your life. Well, it's much more interesting than ours. Correct. <laughs> on Saturday, it was Kim's birthday. Whoop, whoop. Happy birthday, Kim. We didn't do like too much. Trying to save money, you know, bought a dog, wedding coming up, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool apartment, you know, yeah. things but whatever. She wanted to go look at wedding bands, so we did that. Mm. I, tried, I looked at wedding bands for the first time for myself. They're like way more expensive than I thought. Really? Are they? I don't feel I don't like know. they're that bad. My wedding band was free, Todd told me, with oh. my ring. So Damn. I was like, even better. Um, or it came with the ring. It was I like feel a, like we spent under 1000 I think they're around 1000 the ones we were looking at. Okay. Can I give you some advice? Yes. Because I would like a band on top of my ring now. Mm-hmm. For my tenure, possibly. <clears throat> Todd, Todd, if you're listening, oh, Kim, Kim's already talked about that. So, buy, so, but here's the thing: buy it now when you buy the other one. I know it's a lot because now I am having a hard time finding one that matches. Oh, so okay. there's some advice for you. Although I got my ring at like, or Todd got my ring at like Kohl's, like K Jewelers. So okay. they still make. I was, I was looking at those Costco rings. Nice. Yeah, no, Costco's great rings, and there's nothing wrong I with actually, K Jewelers. I'm I've just saying. Never, I, we glance at them every time. They're oh, really pretty. I have bought jewelry yeah. at Costco, and it's pretty nice stuff. In fact, so I nice would... that I'm pretty sure someone stole it from my oh. house during the time that I got all that jewelry yes. stolen. Yes. This I was would... a long time ago, people, but I was I robbed. would absolutely. <laughs> Sidebar, Jenny was robbed. Her Costco jewelry was robbed. My Costco jewelry. I can't very... believe I don't have Costco jewelry. You should. It's nice. And no, it's beautiful. I but, I always look at the, whenever you walk by there too, because I'm always impressed, like, wow, Costco's stepping up their jewelry game. Yes. Um, I don't, oh, yeah. Well, I don't wear my rings anymore, obviously. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with them. You should turn it into, oh, you know what you could do? This is my mom did. 
who was is divorced. Mm-hmm. My dad is no longer with us. Rest in peace. But what she did was she took um, part of the wedding ring and made it into a necklace for my wedding day. Aww. And I wore it as a necklace, which I really didn't want to wear any neck jewelry, but I wore it just to be nice. It's I fine. I wear any <laughs> neck jewelry. But I felt a little forced into it. It looked great. It's fine. Good. But you could do it for Declan's future wife. Aww. Maybe save it for like to make jewelry for her. Cute. I was going to also make like, I really wanted to make um, a phoenix necklace mm. because a phoenix rises from the ashes. Ooh, see, that's much cooler. So symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's you cooler do for that. me, but one day my future But she's going to be like me and she's not going to want to wear it. No offense, mom. Valid Sorry. Point. I feel like it's almost like bad karma too. A little I know. I'm, I'm divorced. I don't know. Yeah, but my dad's dead and stuff, so it was kind of sentimental. Like but yeah. I feel like if he was alive, it would be a bad karma thing, it's right? Very superstitious, like going down the aisle with a ring from a marriage yeah. that didn't Well, work. I have other yeah, things. Like you're we, right. We have like a little plate that says like, um, oh, no. eat, drink, and be married. And I'm like, you should. What in the fuck am I going to do with this? And then I was like, oh, I have a wedding coming up. Should I give it to them? And I'm like, nah, that's probably bad. bad that's bad karma. <laughs> I feel like when we have our. I'm going to give it to you. And <laughs> he's like, ah, I'm going to throw it away. <laughs> it's so, a really cute platter. I mean, it's silver. You could still use it. Melt it down. <laughs> Hi, can you just scratch this off the Make top? it part of your Phoenix necklace. <laughs> It'll look great. <laughs> So you had, um, what, what were you saying, Kenny? Sorry, oh, we sorry, totally, we totally, totally saw the he, conversation he said, from you. No, he said um, rings were more expensive than he thought. Yes. Do, what kind of rings do you like? Do you like the ones that like can't ever be broken? Like the uh, tungsten or whatever? I wouldn't fuck? do that either because what if you... That's what I thought at okay. first because uh-huh, uh-huh. those are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the lady talked me out of it because do you remember when Jimmy Fallon lost his finger? Yep. It was because of a tungsten ring. Why did he lose his finger? Because you can't cut tungsten off. Yes. So it's, his finger fell off? It's basically Almost. they had to amputate it because it like got broken oh. so bad when it like he got like caught on the side of the table, like snagged his finger apparently, but they had to cut it off because he can't get the ring. Are off. you telling me Jilly- Jimmy Fallon doesn't have a finger? He doesn't have his ring finger. Oh my God. Yeah. How am I out of this loop? But it's, no, he has it, but isn't it like a nub or no? I don't know. I heard he lost part of his finger. Oh, okay. I know you're, I believe you. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. for Todd, someone at his old work happened, that happened to someone too. So he didn't want to get the tungsten. Do you think they just cut it off and then reattached it? I don't know. Let's look up pictures afterwards. Okay. We're going to look this up on Google images. I I could be completely wrong. She was just telling me this. But after I learned that, I was like, maybe not But here's a, here's something for the tungsten. You're pretty sporty, so I wouldn't do a tungsten. Here's something for the tungsten ring. Are you ready? Okay. You can open beer bottles with it. That is cool. So you do like beer. My, I drink a lot out of bottles, though. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's like a nice party trick, but like, I mean, is it really worth it to lose your finger over? No. Not okay. Really. Yeah. No. Um, you know what I really like? Uh, those silicone rings. I know. I was going to say the rubber ones. I do like those. I like, told Kim, like, spent $10 and yes. I'd be happy. I feel like <laughs> as a guy, really cool ones you're going to oh, lose yeah. it, too. Event. Like, yeah, he's lost no offense, it playing basketball. Like, I just I feel say like it get happens. the silicone one and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Get If she wants one for the wedding, like, yeah. itself, buy a cheap knockoffy one that looks metal. Mm-hmm. Then your everyday ring can be the, you know, silicone. silicone. That's a good idea. Yeah. I was wearing a silicone ring at the end there. I mean, I, you know, as time goes on, I like just wearing my band a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very nice. It was weird to not wear rings for a while, but my finger has already gone back to its normal shape because I, it's had, like, I had an indent. It's like, for bye. A while. like it's poofing out. <laughs> it's like, yes, I can breathe. I'm like a phoenix. Oh my God. I almost just knocked that over. Okay. 
Um, right. Okay, what else? What else did you do that's exciting? Uh, engagement photos yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. How awkward was that? Because ours were really awkward. Did you guys have to put your foreheads together and look into each other's eyes? At one point, yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm I not into that. Nuzzle. Yeah. I didn't find it too awkward just being... I did a lot of photography classes in college, so uh-huh. either were posing people or helped be in the pictures. So you understood the reason. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I understood all of it, and Kim felt very awkward, and I was trying to like talk her through it. Basically, I feel Kim. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's staring at. Where I, did you get them taken? Uh, the Ledges Trail. Nice in Cuyahoga Valley. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kendall Lake, which is right by it. Mm. I have nice. no idea where that is, but I pretended to. Um, I just remember the nuzzling portion where I had to like put either my forehead on him or mm-hmm. he had to put his forehead on me and I was like this seems terrible mm-hmm. and all of them turned out weird because I think I felt awkward and therefore it looked awkward it's kind of like the first dance yeah it's awkward it's the first dance awkward it's awkward it's everyone's the most awkward part of the you. night everyone's staring at you and it's it's weird I don't know it's not like you're doing anything exciting out there unless you like took ballroom so classes. take a dance class if you're if you're mm, feeling frisky but don't. we didn't for the three and a half minutes that people are gonna be staring at you it's fine just yeah just, just bob back and forth and, and don't mind that everyone's staring and just talk about how awkward it is because that's what we did yes because no good. good advice and I mean people will think you're having like cute conversations about mm-hmm. being married but you're really just like this is so awkward how I are can't you wait doing? or do like half the song and then have people join them yeah that's a good idea. For all like your that. wedding tips, come to us. <laughs> Especially Danelle, because her marriage is continuing to work. <laughs> I didn't Although say my, advice. I, have, I said tips. I will say my wedding was very You beautiful. had a beautiful wedding. I loved my wedding. So you can give out wedding tips. Okay, so wedding tips from Jenny, marriage tips from Danelle. And then Great. I think a good mix of both because you've been, hey, you've walked. You can give Kenny some good advice, I bet. I can. Okay. So there you what go. What not to do. Oh, yeah, that works too. Yeah. Cheers hey. to that. Cheers, you guys. Speaking of cheers, we should talk about this wine. What a good segue. Oh, my God. We have amazing segues on this. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm sweating. I have a, a tank top on, and I'm sweating. Um, oh, my. Mm. Juan Gil. Mm-hmm. Jumilla? Jumia? Jumilla, maybe? Huh? I don't know. It's a fine wine. It's a deep, ruby red color. I would agree with that. It's mm-hmm. very dark. Um, it has abundant, ripe, fresh aromas of plum and berries. And it is 100% Monastrell with 15% alcohol by volume. So we're going to be wasted. Trashed. <laughs> Smooth and silky in the mouth mm. as it features firm tannins. <laughs> Juicy dark fruit, lots of cola and licorice notes. Ugh, licorice again, I don't taste it. No. And Get continuing touches of spice. It ends dry, quite long and savory, and we suggest letting it open up with an aperitif or decanter. Oh. Or if you're us, just pour it directly into your glass and start drinking it. And Jenny, you're using a white wine glass, I believe, so it's yeah, probably so it's even probably, more. Yep. Well, I'm using the Sip Survive Repeat glass. Mm-hmm. So Always a classic favorite. A classic. Um, but yeah, so this one is from our friends at Magna Wine Boutique, again, which we thank them for being partnered with us. Um, this is one of their wine club wines, I believe for October and it's, uh, Redberry, I think is the name of the collection we're doing. And, um, if you want to join the Magna Wine Boutique Wine Club, you go to their website, magnawineboutique.com, click on wine club and you can get all the details there and they ship anywhere in the United States of America. So Mm -hmm. if you're in the U S get it together get your wine shipped and we're telling you we have never had a bad wine we really haven't 
literally even wines that we were like, this is going to be disgusting. Delicious. You're like, I don't like sweet wine. And then we love it. Yeah. We're pairing it with the dairy-free chocolate chips. And trail mix. And trail mix. So we're really. Which is classy. Yeah. We're really classy people. Sophia is crunching. That's why. Because I can't (laughs) stop eating these chocolate chips. (laughs) I don't care that we're on mic. It's fine. I feel really good about it. Um, So we veered. We veered away from Survivor Stories today. I'm nervous because I'm ill-prepared. What's her usual? <laughs> and I'm What's having new? flashbacks of my alien stories. <laughs> <laughs> so on Sunday night, this is Monday before this comes out, everyone, that we're recording because of the COVID scare from last week. Um, on Sunday night, when we're supposed to record on Monday, my idea was, hey, guys, do you want to do spooky stories instead of regular survivor stories? And you know stories? we're all going to be like, sure, because none of us are prepared. So all of us were like, yeah, sounds great. And here we are. We're going to do spooky stories. And um, which is why we have a spooky setting. Yes. But we want you guys to know we'll be back to survival stories next week. And yeah. if you hate this, then just blame me. It. But it's then fine. Listen to last week's again. Because that was a good yeah, one. Just it was a good one. Remember that we have good episodes. Yes. I think this is going to be a good one. I'm really excited about my yeah, story. Right. We shouldn't go into it thinking it's going to be bad. It's going to be great. This is going to be amazing. And I feel like once a year, if we have to do a spooky story... Maybe you should go first. Do you think? Because we have them. And if, you, if you're if you confident about yours, then you should go first. Okay. I think. And then if you guys hate mine, you can just skip okay. to Kenny's weird news. Great. Okay. I have a piece of paper that I tore out of a notebook. And then I can be drunk for mine. Perfect. I It's fine because I'm already sweating, so it's best if I do this. Jenny's in a straight-up tank top, and it's like 40 degrees outside. I mean, we're inside, but it's still chilly in here. Still. Um, okay, so I am doing uh, basically the haunting of the Borden house. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Lizzie Borden. Yeah, I have. She was accused of murdering her parents in her home with an axe. Oh, shit. I have not heard of her. Oh my I was God. thinking of someone else. What? <laughs> oh, my God. No, she, this is an amazing story. Um and it never really got solved because they couldn't prove what happened. Mm-hmm. So I actually watched this BuzzFeed video on YouTube. And it's like these two dudes from BuzzFeed who go stay at haunted places overnight. And they, okay. they have like their para- that. they have their paranormal stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? one of those. Mm-hmm. So they have like cameras that can see in the dark. And they have like some sort of device that can tell if like vibrations or something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if ghosts are there, it's supposed to like detect that. So they're pretty funny. I definitely suggest uh, checking out their little BuzzFeed. I forget if it's called BuzzFeed Haunting or BuzzFeed Investigates. Or it's, I don't remember. There used to be I'm a sorry. show called Paranormal State. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Or it was like uh, they would go to like a haunted place and have all their equipment and all these these like devices and stuff. They never found anything. So like after watching right. like five episodes it's like watching the bigfoot series on the discovery where it's like god damn it you keep claiming that you're gonna find bigfoot and you then they like have a cliffhanger before commercial break and they come back and it's nothing yeah it's like a rabbit fur patch instead of bigfoot mm-hmm. or something like that exactly know. it's a guy with really big feet but this sounds better sorry <laughs> it's just a monster with big feet <laughs> just a dude size walking around Fine. barefoot in october um, okay, so Lizzie Borden was 32 years old. Mm-hmm. She had a sister 
Hold on. Did I write down a sister's name? Nah. Wait. It doesn't matter. I does didn't. It? No. But she had a sister who was 41. They neither one were married, which like blasphemy back in the 1860s. Oh, was this like, is mine's 1800s too. Oh my God. Yes. Mm. So um, they lived at home with their dad and stepmother. Mm, that's mm. never a good situation, especially no, that, in the 1800s. Right. But they couldn't. I mean, I feel like back then you couldn't move out. Is this U.S., do you think? Or is this like it Europe? Is. It's okay. Massachusetts. Okay. Okay. Ooh, even more spooky. Right. <sighs> New England. Is Massachusetts in New England? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So it was Lizzie, her sister, that I didn't write down. Oh, wait. I did write down her name. Wait. No, I didn't. Fuck. All right. Um, it was Lizzie, her sister, Abby was the stepmom, Andrew was the dad, Maggie was their maid, and they just happened to have their uncle, John Morse, staying with them. Okay. At the time. Now, Andrew... They had a maid? Yeah, because Andrew Borden, the dad, mm-hmm. was fucking rich. What did that motherfucker I don't even do? know. I don't even know. They don't really get into it, but like they said... They only made like wheels or something. <laughs> Like wooden wheels. There was a barn on their property. Yeah, it's farm. Yeah, but I don't know. He in today's money, he was worth ten million dollars. So he had some money. He was like, but the thing about him is he was very frugal with his money. Of course he was. So he didn't like let the girls spend it. He was very strict with them. Mm -hmm. Um, His wife, the stepmother, was also like very strict and demanding and like kind of a terrible person apparently um so what happened is they basically lizzie and the maid end up finding the father and the stepmother bludgeoned to death with some sort of axe or hatchet um the father was taking a nap on the couch in the living room I feel with like a candlestick about, <laughs> with a candlestick uh it was it was colonel mustard um no uh he was taking a nap on the couch here's my problem a okay this is not a problem the dad and the maid were both taking naps and i said who's working in this house nobody and i love that they're so into naps like good for you i should have been born in the 1800s actually no i shouldn't have <laughs> but i would like to say yay for naps good yeah. for you guys mm-hmm. i really appreciate that um but they're napping in like their regular clothes and in the 1800s that looked terrible it was very like, uncomfortable it looked like he was sleeping in like a three-piece suit Mm-mm. and the maid was like in her full-on like corset like, outfit yeah i'm picturing like a corset underneath it's very uncomfortable yeah, it looks terrible i mean it looks it looks lovely but like it's like napping ugh. in a bra or a sports bra no ugh. napping in like a bra with an underwire that's ugh. what it's like yeah like the worst okay so they're both napping lizzie says she was outside in the barn her sister the 41 year old gal was off like visiting family somewhere else so she wasn't even home okay. stepmom also not home at the time uncle no one knows where he is at the time lizzie comes inside finds her father with his head bashed in and oh. blood everywhere okay and she calls to the maid maggie and is like hey you should come down here and see this <laughs> Come look at this situation. So Maggie hadn't fully fallen asleep for her nap, which is like the worst. Annoying. Yeah. Like you're trying to take a nap. Someone wakes you up to come like, look at something. But if you haven't fallen asleep yet, how, have you, how did you not hear? Exactly. So there are some, I have theories here. Okay. So she comes downstairs and of course this is terrible. So Maggie goes to get the doctor 
Okay. When she goes to get the doctor, I think the doctor is unavailable. She brings some other woman. Okay. They come back. I forget who this woman is. She's like a nurse or something. The nurse or the school marm or like whatever. She comes in and Lizzie goes, oh, I think I heard my stepmom come in and go up the stairs. Maybe you guys should check. So they go upstairs to the guest bedroom and find the stepmother also bludgeoned to death. Oh. On the floor next to the but bed. But she wasn't home room. earlier. No. Mm, okay. At least that's what Lizzie is saying. Mm-hmm. hmm So we have a dead dad, a dead stepmom. The only people that were home were Lizzie and the maid, according to Lizzie. Okay. And the maid's still alive at this point. Yes. Okay. So it's those two and then whoever they got, like the nurse lady or whoever came to the house to like see what was going on. So the person that got put on trial was Lizzie Borden. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yes. So that was like the big hoopla around the Borden killing. So okay. Lizzie Borden, 32 years old, she... When she met the maid in front of her dad's dead body, the maid said her dress was clean. And believe me, if you saw these bodies, there's no way the dress was clean. Okay. Like somebody beat the shit out of this guy's head, his head. Like they showed pictures of the skull. The face didn't exist anymore. It was the the front of him. The maid would know if she changed. Right. Also, you know what I mean? Like she would. However. Oh no. While Lizzie was outside. It was brought to some or brought to the court's attention that she had been burning a dress. <laughs> oh, Lizzie. That being said, they were saying that there probably wasn't enough time for Lizzie to burn a dress and then put on a clean dress before the maid found this whole shebang because dresses were shitty back then and you had they took like five people to get into. That's not really true. The, but the nodding and the tying. Oh god, the tying. So, and they were rich, so you know they had like extra corsets and shit, well, of course, right? Of yeah. course. Um, so there were lots of things like I guess Lizzie was mad at her stepmom for something, but they don't really talk about what. Um, in fact, she stopped calling her stepmom mom or mother and I mean, started I get it. and started calling her Mrs. Borden. At one point or another. She's also in her 30s. So I feel like that's something you do as a teenager, but maybe not as yeah, I don't as know how do. long the stepmom was in her life. Yeah. But like, I feel like she, at some point in the recent past. Oh, okay. In the recent past. Had switched. Started so calling her. that had called her mom, whatever. Okay. Right. Started calling her Mrs. Borden. Hmm. So there's some bad blood there, and I don't know exactly yeah. what that's about. She also felt very stifled by her father. Um, and I think there was some, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? They were pissed that they couldn't spend money and they knew their dad was rich. Yeah. Which Wouldn't I'm that like, be frustrating? Yeah, yeah, but I'm also like, it's not your money. Yeah, but also in the 1800s, like as it, a woman. It would never be their money. It would never be their money anyway. So it's not like they could go out and make their own money. Mm-hmm. So share that shit. Share that shit with us, Diana. At least like ha- let them like do something. I mean, not yeah. to share it all, but. So it turns out that um, Mrs. Borden, mm-hmm. the stepmom, was hit 30 times <gasps> with an axe. Ooh, definitely the daughter or the stepdaughter because that shit is personal. Yeah. And the dad got eight blows with an axe. Oh. And his, hers was in the back of the head, like the stepmom. His was in the face because he was sleeping face up on the couch. Oh. And so when you see the skulls, no. like his whole face is just like gone. 
and the stepmom's whole back of her skull is like missing ouch because they just she just bashed it in mm. now there are other theories so lizzie borden actually got um not guilty okay in the trial really she was kind of a uh, a pretty little petite gal and i feel like people in that time period just couldn't see a woman Doing committing that. this kind of mm-hmm. crime so they think that's part of the reason i'm sure the maid had it. a hand in it get ready okay the next theory was the uncle john morse who was staying with them at the time his claim so he seemed to be missing from 9 a.m to noon and he said he was visiting a sick relative who lived out of town, and he was there with the doctor. The old sick relative story. The problem is, if he was with the doctor, how did the doctor come to the house eventually and check on the dead Biden people? Mm. So he said he was with the doctor, but the doctor ended up showing up at the house eventually. And so that kind of put a hole in his story. Yeah. Check your horse GPS records. Um, he was also sleeping in the guest room where the stepmother was found. Oh, and so they were like, mm, maybe Abby came in to do something. They, there was an argument, and then he killed her. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, he was a butcher by profession. Okay. And so he had a really large meat cleaver in his collection of knives. Mm-hmm. And they said that the damage could have been done with a large meat cleaver as well. But don't you think if he did it, it would have been more precise or more just... Yeah, I like feel like it wouldn't have been as passionate. It's like as when this. a doctor kills someone, they're all, they're like, right. "Oh, the cuts were like a millimeter, blah blah blah." Right, like they right. were accurate. Yeah, I don't think he would have just like gone after her yeah. in that kind of type of rage. It's like, like being a butcher, knowing the mess it would make. I don't think I don't know. Right. I'm gonna roll him out. Okay, so that was like one theory. Uh, another theory is that they said the maid did it naturally so her name was maggie and she was asleep supposedly or trying to nap on the floor Mm. above where the stepmother was murdered okay she said she hadn't fully fallen asleep which is why she heard lizzie yelling for her the problem is if mrs borden was bludgeoned to death on the floor below her which is where she was she wouldn't have heard that thud yeah of her falling i don't believe that so they actually in the buzzfeed thing they did like one of them went up to the maid's room and the other one went mm. to the room and like made a big thud noise. And in the was, actual house? Mm-hmm, in Ooh. the actual house, which still exists and you can stay in. Oh. Scary. Oh, I don't know if I'd and do that. And you d- it was faint, but you could definitely hear a thud. And you know when you're trying to go to sleep, every noise is louder than it uh, You're like, what yeah. is that ticking? What is that? What? Mm-hmm. For instance, my fan last night started making a weird, like, like thumping noise. No. Oh. It's just like a regular fan. I'm sad I don't have a ceiling fan anymore in my new apartment. But I have this little, like, fan that sits on my dresser and, like, straight at me. Just, like, fan. And it started making this, like... Of course. And I was like, the fuck is that? And it won't stop. No. It was the worst. I, like, picked up the fan and shook it, like shaken baby syndrome like i just like beat the shit out of my fan like Stop and it! did it help yes oh okay they're gonna say no <laughs> like of course it didn't because you're it's shaking like, it. it's like old school tvs did you ever hit your tv yeah of course like the old box sets you just like pop it on the side well, and we would, used like, to go have back a to ceiling normal? fan in our old house and it was just like an old ratty tatty one and it would all like every now and then the chain would be like clink 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 and it was so annoying yeah just that to, shit you know yeah. so maggie was another um like theory but okay and here's the juiciest theory mm. that lizzie and maggie so the daughter and the, the daughter who they did put the on maid. trial and the maid okay we're having 
an affair. They were lovers. God. Okay. And back in 1862. That was super scandalous. Super no. Super no on that. Oh. Um, and so they think what might have happened is the stepmother found out. Mm. That's what caused the tear and the rift between mm-hmm. Lizzie and her stepmom. And then they that's decided what happened. that because they didn't want um, the, the dad to find, to find out. To tell the, the dad. They decided they had to kill the stepmom. But if they killed the stepmom, they also had to kill the dad. Mm-hmm. So um that's that's another theory and they also say that there's more to it because later in life lizzie um publicly proclaimed that she had a crush on a female actress which again at the time was like a big fucking deal yeah you can't say that up until the 1990s it was a big deal so imagine what it was like like two years ago it's a big deal because people are fucking so imagine the 1800s (laughs) oh no Mm -mm. yeah people didn't like it back then so um so anyway so these two yahoos from buzzfeed were in the house and they were going around to the rooms and they were like um like turning off lights and like telling the ghosts to come out and there was creepy stuff happening like in the one part i feel like you're asking for it if you do that you for sure are and they're in the one room where the dad was murdered the Mm -hmm. living room and they basically um they they did something and they asked him to like make himself known and they you can hear in the audio of the video that they're taking somebody say help me (gasps) oh Totally creepy. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I know, that right? That is a spooky story. <gasps> then they're in, um, which room? I feel like it was the either the maid's room or the room where mm. the, the stepmom got killed. Okay. And they turn out the lights and they ask, like, the spirits to come out. And they hear this, like, weird tapping noise. So it was like. Yeah. Spoo. Key. Then they go into Lizzie's room with their little like ghost meter, uh-huh. and they sing this little rhyme. Um, I don't think I'm gonna remember what it is. I should have written it down. Um, no, don't sing it in here. I don't want the ghost okay. to it come was, out. It was basically like, like basically Lizzie Borden took an axe, killed her, killed her stepmother with forty wax, looked at what she had done, killed her father with forty one. <gasps> is the basic gist of it okay. i just gave myself goosebumps good memory um and when they did that their little like ghostometer went berserkers mm. it was like and i was like oh why would you do that and then they do they s- run or anything or they scream or anything? no They're they just, just sat calm. there and then they did it again they did it loud the first time in a weird accent uh-huh. which was funny then they did it whispering same thing happened then they spent the night there no did anything Which happen overnight? I think you can. I think you can rent the Borden house and stay there if you want. Um, no, nothing happened overnight. They came out fine, but there were lots of weird things: tapping, thumping, "Help me" whispers, and the little ghost meter when they mm. sang the little song went nuts. Now Lizzie Borden, you know, was never convicted, but was anybody convicted? No, okay. it's a long-held, like thought that lizzie borden is the one who did it there's in fact she would confess on her deathbed or something (gasps) you'd have to wish there is a really fun not fun but terrible and and amazing show uh starring christina ricci as lizzie borden Mm. and i forget the name of it christina ricci um you should definitely watch it right she was in casper Casper. there's a lot of casper promos going on right now do not pour that in your tea (gasps) oh my god (laughs) i'm already tipsy danelle almost poured wine into her tea 
I'll wait till you're done. Okay. You so, um, anyway, so Lizzie Borden never was, <laughs> she has a lazy Susan. She just, wine. she just put it, it to you. She spun me the wine. Um, so anyway, that's a story of Lizzie Borden. I and love that. She spooky. was just like, the house is haunted. People go there. Uh, it's one of the most haunted places in the United States, according to National Geographic. I wish I would have done, I wish I would have took your text literally and looked up a spooky story instead of an urban legend. It's fine. I, well, I almost did two urban legends. The Hook. Oh. You know The Hook, right? Mm. Quickly. I'm going to tell you it's kids go to lover's lane. They're making out. Yes. The radio comes on and it's like, yes. watch out. There's a crazy person who's out and he has, his hand is a hook. And then they're like, Oh, we should go home. And then when they get home, the, the boy it's in like in the fifties, he comes over to like open the door for his date and there's a hook <gasps> hanging on the door. Handle. And yet they still go in to what? To the door. They go through the door. No, there's a hook hanging on like the car door handle. Oh. He drove her home because I think you meant they walked up to the house and it was like on no, the No, no, no. <laughs> they were at Lover's Lane like necking. Oh. And they heard this thing on the radio and they were like, "Oh shit, we should go home and not like have sex." Yeah, it was a whole ploy in the 50s to like get kids to not have sex, to not make out on Lover's Lane. Right. Or have sex. Right. So, yes, the the hook was an interesting like that's a very condensed version of it, mm-hmm. but basically that I thought about covering that one. There was also one from China uh, with like dead people who got on a bus, and it's called the Ghost Bus, oh, not okay. Ghostbusters, the Ghost Bus. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Okay, save that for another time. I'll, I will. Um, I have a personal spooky story. Okay, but maybe I'll tell it after mine. Okay, we'll see how I'm feeling. I'm right. I'm very excited about yours. So I'm not going to tell you. Well. Jenny, you know what mine is. I do. But I'm not going to say what it is yet. So Don't say it three times in a row. I wrote all this out. Don't write. I also read 13 times. Oh, really? Yeah, which okay. I'm like, we never did that shit. Um, I wrote this out, so it's real sloppy and pretty. Um, did you see my notes? <laughs> yeah, but yours is in like an organized format. I'm into it. Um, so my story takes place in the 1800s. Yes. Again, the best, the the best, best, the best era, really. The spookiest era. Um, listen, it's fun. It's flirty. It's the 1800s. It's farmy. There's corsets. There's corsets. There's child labor. Oh, there's diseases. Oh, the best. It's something. Um, so let's see. In fact, there was a disease running rampant at the time. So there was two major diseases in the 1800s. Smallpox. And tuberculosis. No, I'm sure that was one of them. And then the other one was, oh boy, Chloria, Chlora, I don't know. Cholera. Cholera? Mm-hmm. I can't read my handwriting. Cholera. Cholera. Uh-huh. The water that uh-huh. does like, yeah. So it's like disease in the water. Mm-hmm. So those are the two diseases running rampant at the time. Mm. And um, this particular illness swooped through this particular town where this girl lived. The, Is this in America? Yes, okay. I think. It doesn't really say. Okay. Oh, your um, mums are really pretty. Are they pretty? Oh, my God, yes. Petites. Petites. Shout out. Overpriced. Sorry. <laughs> They're really pretty, though. They're gorgeous. Actually, the mums weren't overpriced, but the pumpkins, I feel like, were a little bit. Yeah. Next time, I'm going to go to, like, I don't know, Mark's to get my pumpkins. I spent $8 on a fantasy pumpkin, pumpkin from Trader Joe's. What's a fantasy pumpkin? 
it is an odd looking pumpkin oh that's where you get the odd looking i like that yes i like that like the big ones were eight dollars when like you could go to giant or something and get them for three whatever we're supporting the local market that's right okay i'm not with my trader joe's but it's fine and this is not in any order so i'm jumping around a little bit perfect so if i'm pausing that's why (laughs) so let's see um bum 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 so this particular disease i'm not really sure which one it is swooped through this town great and um this is where a young girl named mary became very ill oh no and we have to remember back at this time and i think jenny you did the story where someone was buried alive Mm. it was a real problem in the 1800s i did a list of people who were buried alive it was it was a real issue listen you guys so they gotta check the vitals they would check the pulse you got to check more. And than then that. they would bury them and then, oops. But so then they developed the next step, which was to put a mirror under their nose mm, to see yes. if there's condensation. Yes. But they would also let them like lay around for a while just to, because it yeah. wasn't 100%. Like the pulse wasn't 100%. Let's see if rigor mortis sets in. The, the mirror was not 100%. <laughs> so then we're going to wait a week. And then, then if you don't move, you're We're going to bury you. We're going to bury you. You're in the box already. We're going to bury you. I feel like once rigor mortis sets in, you know, like that's. What's the first sign of that though? Like you stiffen up. Yeah. Like you can't move the person's body. you turn body. blue too, I think, I right? I don't know Maybe. if you turn, but you like definitely. Turn. Zombies. Have you ever seen roadkill that's all puffed up and just like. Yeah. Like the arms are straight up guys. in the air. Poor little That's rigor mortis. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. It's also I used dark to, in here. I so. used to cry for roadkill. Me too. I still, when I see a raccoon, I get sad because they're really, or even. Opossums. Um, no, not necessarily possums, but. Those are um, actually really good. To, I, so Todd and I, I signed us up for this like animal thing at this nature center down this like in uh, Bay Village. Ah, Bavalage. <laughs> Bavalage. <laughs> and it was all about, not raccoons, uh, groundhogs. It was Aww. for Groundhog Day. So Aww. I thought it'd be cute to go. We were the oldest people in the room is for kids. Oh my God, I love it. And they've had, they had like groundhogs that they had rescued that you could like pet and stuff. It was my dream come true. But again, we were like, <laughs> the average person no. in the room was like, Here's what you do. Six years old. The next time that happens, you tell me, and we'll go with Declan as a cover. We just look like old creepy people wanting to no, be in like, the to, learning center. We need to take children with us. Todd's like, and I have one. We're the oldest people in here. No, and I, I was like, I'm like, shh, they're, they're bringing the groundhogs around. I have I have a child you can borrow. Okay. Anytime. Next time. Okay. We haven't been back because okay. we're a little embarrassed. <laughs> um, so... So, yeah. So, they would do the mirror under the nose and see mm-hmm. if it would fog up, blah, blah, blah. So... It was an issue. Yes. So back to our sweet little baby angel, Mary. Um, This is, uh, she becomes very ill. I don't know how old she was. Um, I'm imagining eight. Most people died in their 30s and 40s in the 1800s. So I'm guessing it's early 1800s. Maybe eight. I'm picturing eight. But um, Because I mean, Lizzie Borden was 32 and thriving. So she was like, she was also rich. And her sister was 41 and thriving. Yeah. They actually bought a house together after their father died weird like I couldn't wait to no offense to my sister but like bye well they couldn't whatever we're not going back to the board figure it out (laughs) okay so this is the urban legend story of bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary bloody okay we can't say it anymore can't do it for the third time okay no no no. so what you do if you're not familiar Yes. We did this all the time as kids. Oh my god, I did this in elementary school in the school bathroom. <gasps> Ew! We did turn- you light a? You got to light a candle though for it to work. Oh well, we just turn off the lights and put our hands on the mirror and set it. Ew! You put your hands on the mirror? Yeah. And my friend got a handprint on her chest. Shut up! 
Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Go Kenny, ahead. did you ever do this? No, never did it. He's like, I've I heard don't even know it. what you fucking are talking about. <laughs> He's like, I have no idea. This is stupid. Okay. And then aliens came down. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring back the aliens. Just kidding. So you light a candle, you turn the lights off uh-huh. and you light a candle. Yes. And you stare deep into the bathroom mirror and you say Bloody Mary three times. Yes. But I also read you can say 13 times. Who okay. knows what's true? We don't know what's true. So either, um, I guess three things were supposed to happen. Okay, I'm ready. Um, you would be found dead with your eyes scratched out. Oh, ooh. Or why did would, we do this? You would have claw marks all over your body, which is the story that I heard when you, like, yeah, when we were kids. We well, thought that we, that's why the hand the claw print, marks. Yes, the handprint was really scary. And um, worse, I think, is you'd be trapped behind the glass mirror for all of eternity. Ooh. No. Or nothing. I guess there's four options. Or nothing would happen. I mean, if I was trapped behind the mirror of Bassett Elementary School, I would have been <laughs> really pissed. And didn't they tear that school down, Jenny? They did. So I'd you'd be, be really pissed because you'd be, be a Ghana. You'd be a Ghana. <laughs> so, um, so the community or people have an issue with. So back to Sweet Mary. Yes. Um, there's an issue with determining whether people are dead or not. <laughs> so this is how Bloody Mary came about. Sorry, one of the, don't one of the theories. <laughs> So, so weird to me. So, and I don't know if you covered this in your Buried Alive stories, but so someone had the bright idea, well, let's drill a hole mm-hmm. in the coffin, yes, in the, the wooden casket, uh-huh. and put a little string through the hole. And a bell. And a bell. But Ding. the bell was hung up on a stick. Yeah. So it was real sturdy. And as I was you know. reading this, I was thinking of like the game Mousetrap. Do you remember the game Mousetrap? <laughs> I've played it recently. It never fucking works. Um, no, it doesn't. It's rickety rankety. We, we it never have works. That game. I would. And it takes forever to settle. When I had, yes, when I had to decide what we were doing with games for my son, Declan, mm-hmm. I purposely left Mousetrap. <laughs> You're like, this is my gift to you. I'm like, mousetrap. I'll be taking these games that are easy to set up, like shoots and ladders. Double trouble. And you can keep this fabulous mousetrap game. And the floor is lava because that makes me sweat. What's I have, the floor? I don't. It's fine. It's fine. It involves Tom and I are playing it this weekend. It involves physical activity, and I don't like it. I want to sit on the floor. There's like a legit board game for that. Yeah, can you just pretend the floor's lava and jump? Yeah, we always just like put cushions all over. No, no, no. There's an actual game. There's like little stones that are different colors, and there's a spinning wheel, and you spin it. Why didn't I think of that? I don't know. Come on, guys. We got to come up with the next big thing. All right. All right. Anyway, brainstorm after this. Okay, so. So again, this whole process reminds me of Mousetrap. Yes. It takes forever to do. It doesn't work out very well. Yes. So you, to remind listeners, they drill a hole into the side of the coffin. They place you in the ground. Yeah. And there's a string tied to your body. Mm-hmm. And then the hole goes up through the dirt, attaches to the bell that's attached to the sticks. And if you suddenly decide that you're not dead anymore, mm-hmm. you ring the bell and someone comes and digs you up and rescues you, right? Mm-hmm. Well... Um, this did not work out well for sweet Mary. Oh, oh so really? her family, mm-hmm. they put her in the coffin and put her in the ground, did not nail the coffin down yet because they, they did not believe that she was dead. Like they did the pulse, they did the mirror, but they were like, let's give it a couple weeks. Let's just Jeez. wait and see. <laughs> we're not ready to let her go yet. Okay. It's an urban legend. So this could not be, this is probably not true. Whatever. Maybe it is though. It's I don't totally know. true. Um, so two weeks pass. They really didn't say, but I'm going to say two weeks. And the neighbor's like, mom and dad, it's time to let her go. Yeah. You go out for the day. It's starting to smell. She's, she's a little stiff. 
She's got the riga. The riga mortis. She's getting a little stiff in the fingers. So they're like, listen, we're going to nail that coffin down. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to finish the job for you, but go out for the day, enjoy the farmer's market, mm-hmm. enjoy whatever it is you do in the 1800s. Um, corset buying, whatever. Plowing the fields. Plowing the fields. Hatchet um, killing. So the neighbors were so kind to nail in the coffins and lower in the hole and then put the dirt on top of her and they set up the bell. Everything was cool. Okay. But it wasn't cool. Oh my so God, I'm very nervous. Suddenly, <sighs> oh my god, I skipped all this stuff. Okay, da, 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 da. let's see. Where I, I feel am. like you're doing a great job. Thank you. I love it. I'm really trying to stretch this out because it's not very long. <laughs> Kenny, cut that out. Cut it out. Nope, um, leave it in. Okay, so da, 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 da. okay, so while the family's away, Mary naturally is awake. She becomes alive again. I mean, she's, she wasn't ever dead, but she's she reanimates. Re- she realized. She realizes that she's in a box mm-hmm. and she freaks out. She's in a white dress and she starts clawing at the casket as you would do. I mean, it wasn't like a nice casket that we have today. It was like a, you know, legit a wooden, wooden box. like a wooden vampire box. I'm picturing she's clawing, she's screaming, she's doing everything. She's ringing the bell. Well, because the bell is like fucking mousetrap the game, it doesn't work and it falls off the stick. And it doesn't ring. Nobody, no one's there to hear it anyway. But it doesn't, like, it just completely falls apart. So here she is in the casket. She's clawing for her life. She's screaming. She's whatever. And when the family comes home, hours later, days later, I'm not really sure how long they went away for, they, the dad walks out to the backyard because that's where you're buried back then is your backyard, which is also really strange. Oh, Um, God, I have goosebumps. He notices that the bell's fallen. And he was, he ran in to get the wife, his wife. And he was like, oh my God, Mary's alive. Mary's alive. And so they grab the shovels and they dig up all the dirt. They pop open the casket and they find Mary. Unfortunately, this is uh, um, not Sip Survivor Pete today. So she does not make it. Sorry, Mary. But she's completely covered in blood and has scratch marks all over her. And claw marks on top of the casket. Her fingers or her nails are all gone. Oh, God. And just to be sure, they hold a mirror under her nose. And there was condensation, but she was still dead. Like, I guess sometimes that happens after you die. There can still be, which is why they did the bell thing. Oh, my God. Um, But she was dead. So they ended up letting Mary go, finally reburied her, whatever. But the legend goes... That's why when you say Bloody Mary three times, you can be trapped in the mirror because they say when they held the mirror up to her and the condensation, you know, was on the mirror, that was her spirit going into the mirror. And that's why when you call Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, you get trapped in the mirror. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. Because she's pissed. Or you get clawed because she's pissed. Because she's clawing at the coffin. Because she's like, this motherfucking bell was not set up right. It was set up like mousetrap and nobody likes that. And nobody likes it and it it doesn't work. So that's the story. The legend behind, one of the legends behind Bloody Mary. There's also another legend, which I will not go into because it was not as interesting, where it was Queen Mary. She killed a bunch of people. They called her Bloody Mary. Also, if you Google Bloody Mary, you get a lot of Bloody Mary recipes. Ooh, yes. I do. I will say, (laughs) I do love a good spicy Bloody Mary. So I did decide to do this story before I Googled Bloody Mary. Yeah. And I was a little nervous because I was like, shit, there's a lot of Bloody Mary you know recipes but Yikes. that's the the main that's one of the famous stories behind bloody mary which was one of my our favorite like games to play when we were kids yeah that and the ouija board yes and did you play light as a feather stiff as a board yes oh. never worked it worked for us jenny 
Yeah. And can I just tell you a quick Ouija board yes. story? On our spooky Halloween episode, I played a Ouija board with my friend Renee mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. We had a sleepover and we... Now, was Renee trustworthy? Could she have been moving the Ouija board? Because there's always could've. one friend, oh, one squirrely been. friend she that could have been It was her it. and her little sister. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember we supposedly summoned a witch. Oh. And the witch said we had to open the drawers in the bathroom mm-hmm. and leave them open all night so that she could get out. <gasps> Let her out. So we did that. Oh, that's sweet of you guys. And then when we were downstairs the next day eating breakfast at the kitchen table... I just got chills. I don't even know what you're going to say. The patio door opened and closed by itself. And it looks like the As witch if was someone really... had walked out the door, like mm. opened it and then left and closed it behind them. Oh my God. And we lost our shit. You're like, ah! And her mom was like, what is wrong with you <laughs> Your girls? mom's like, everybody go home. <laughs> Everyone stop it right now. I have a quick story and I'll make it shorter than what it is unless Kenny how are we on time are we really long go ahead okay so when my dad passed away this was like 10 years ago did I tell this story yet I don't know both of you have told both the stories you just told god damn it you told this one last Halloween yeah I remember you telling did I tell my dad's story the last Halloween I'm yeah damn it never mind about rewind uh, your nephew yes yeah okay but for all the new listeners go ahead no they can I mean Go to last Halloween's episode. Go to last Halloween's episode. All right. And I guess it. you'll hear the same Ouija board story I already told. Jenny, I don't, just so you know, I don't remember that story. Good. Kenny has like a young person's mind. Was yeah, it, he does. Didn't one of you guys have a story about like a restaurant and a mirror too? That could have, bar? Jenny, that could have been the, the, the school mirror. No, there's one. <laughs> you even told the Bloody Mary story twice. I thought that you got one of you guys went to like a bar that was haunted and like there was something in the mirror. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe that Ooh. was a story you guys Ooh, told. Maybe no, that, that doesn't sound I think familiar. it was one of the spooky stories you guys told. I think oh this turned out really good. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, Kenny, I know you said it's not spooky, so what's up? I mean, it's spooky if this if really you... bothers you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good twist. Um, a man created a bot that orders $18,752 of what? Every 30 minutes. Wait, what? A man ordered a bot. A, a man created a bot. Oh, like okay. an online like robot okay. that will order $18,700 of what every 30 minutes. Is Can you tell us like the origin of the bot? Will that help or no? I mean, I'll just give it away. Oh, okay. Um, ooh, it'll give it away. So I want to say pizza, but that's just because I really like pizza. Okay. That sounds really good right now. I know. Right? I don't want to order pizza tonight. Oh my God, I think I might. Um, mm, I mean, my first initial thought was like stocks, but that's not fun. Stocks or and bonds. That's not, that's not weird at all or fits within this. I don't know, Kenny. Just tell us. Uh, it orders $18,752 of mixed Sundays every 30 minutes to find out if the machines are working. Which could be really spooky if they're not. Have you ever been to? That was my twist. (laughs) Wait, but it is spooky. Have you ever been to McDonald's and they're fucking McFlurry machines out? Down? I don't don't like McFlurries. Oh, that sucks. Well, I I have the site open right now (laughs) and it's called McBroken. Yeah. Uh, Currently, 9% of all ice cream machines are broken. The highest is in San Jose where 22% of all ice cream machines are broken. Really? Oh my God. Do you think they have a, like a high volume of ice cream purchasers and that's why it's broken so much? Maybe. Hmm. I'm going to research that this weekend. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. That was um, great. Yeah. I, wow. That's, I wonder how much time that took him to, to make that happen. 
I don't know. He said uh, he originally set it up so he goes through like Uber Eats. Uh huh. And it doesn't actually order; it just like tries to add it to the cart. And if it can't, then he knows it's down. Oh. And he just had it up like every Spooky. thirty minutes. At first, he had it every minute, but then they realized like a robot was ordering. Food. What's your favorite McFlurry? Right. The Oreo, just a classic. Me too. Yeah. Although the mini M and M's really good, but last time we got it, there were so many M and M's in it; it was gross. Anyway, um, I don't love. I don't like uh, milkshakes. Hence my issue with. Have McFlurries. you had a Five Guys Oreo milkshake? I'd prefer not to. Kenny. I've heard they're good, but never had They're phenomenal. I just am like, if I'm going to eat ice cream, I want it to be real ice cream. I don't want it to be like blended. Okay. So. Yeah. And and here's the real I reason. I appreciate that. Here's the real reason I eat ice cream. Hot fudge. Like, oh, see, I'm not. I, ch- I, I don't Caramel. Even, caramel. Caramel. I don't even care about the ice cream. Like my mom used to make fun of me because I would make myself an ice cream sundae, but it was mostly hot fudge. Oh, that's interesting because I usually will eat around the hot fudge and oh. just want like the ice cream. No. Like my mom would like, my mom would be like, do you want ice cream with your hot fudge? And I'm like, Pfft. you're like, no, nah, that's why I'm eating this because I want hot fudge. Oh. I'm going to go to Dairy Queen and I get a hot fudge sundae. I'm like extra fudge. Oh, see, I'll do, can I do caramel instead? Ugh. Yes. I mean, if it has caramel and hot fudge, here's what I will tell you. The best hot fudge situation you can get yourself into uh-huh. is Big Boy. Oh, you they love a, the Big Boy. They have a hot fudge I wonder if our listener, cake. I wonder if Big Boy is like everywhere. I don't know. I mean, there's only one here now. Right. But back there's in the day. There's some down in Cincinnati too. Okay. But I mean, anywho, um, I hope you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sidebar, sidebar, <laughs> sidebar. You guys, we love hot fudge. Oh, well, I do. Not we. Um. This has been a spooky episode of Sip Survivor Pete. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back to regular survival stories next week, but we had to really veer off because yeah, we, we needed, needed a break. A, yeah. <gasps> oh my God. We need, give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Okay. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.